אתם עם SBS בעברית. שלום אוסטרליה. On Monday evening, Prime Minister Naftali Bennett and Foreign Minister Yair Lapid announced that they would be disbanding the Knesset and sending Israel to its fifth election in three and a half years, saying this is not an easy moment. Bennett and Lapid said they had exhausted avenues to stabilize their minority coalition. They said all their actions, including the decision to bring the current coalition to an end, were taken for the good of the country. The Prime Minister explained that last Friday I was told by security officials and lawyers that with the scheduled expiration of the Judea and Samaria regulations at the end of June, the State of Israel will fall into chaos. I will not allow this. The opposition supports the measure to extend the law set to expire at the end of June, but voted against it in order to destabilize the government. Thus, Bennett said he and Lapid decided to work together to dissolve the Knesset and set an agreed date for elections, which is scheduled in principle for the end of October. Unlike the opposition, which turned Israel's security into a political pawn, I refused to harm Israel's security for even one day, said Bennett. The Knesset's dissolution will lead to the settler law measure being automatically extended for six months. Yair Lapid will be caretaker prime minister. Last night, Bennett confessed that his lack of attention to his own party representatives was a factor in the failure of the coalition government. On Wednesday, Interior Minister Ayelet Shaked said she would be willing to join a Likud-led coalition. She is unable to immediately add to the opposition bloc's MK counter 55 seats because under the so-called Norwegian law, she left the Knesset when taking on her ministerial post. She could have returned to the Knesset by quitting as minister, but it would carry a 48-hour waiting period. The Knesset approved the first four votes on Wednesday to voluntarily disband, but rebel Yamina MK near Orbach halted the dispersal process until tomorrow, hoping to give the Likud-led opposition time to form an alternative coalition without elections. The dispersal bill needs to pass two committee reviews and three additional readings to be finalised. Orbach is chair of the Knesset's House Committee, the next stage in the dissolution process. He told Prime Minister Bennett recently that he no longer views himself as a member of the coalition. Orbach has given the Likud until tomorrow to form a government of which he would be part by delaying the committee. Should the legislation not be approved by the committee tomorrow, members of the governing coalition will attempt to have two pieces of legislation, that to disperse the Knesset and a second to buy anyone indicted on a serious criminal offence from being Prime Minister, transferred directly to the Knesset Constitution, Law and Justice Committee, headed by Labour MK Gilad Kariv. Kariv said on Thursday that the Israeli public cannot be held captive by political exercises. However, their plan may not be legal. Turkey has detained several people allegedly working for an Iranian intelligence cell that planned to assassinate or kidnap Israeli tourists in Istanbul. The news of the arrests came on Thursday, weeks after Israel orders its citizens in Istanbul to leave immediately, warning of an imminent Iranian attack plot targeting Israelis in Turkey. Among those who were being targeted for kidnapping were a former Israeli diplomat and his wife. Reports of the detentions came as Israel's foreign minister, Yair Lapid, arrived in Turkey on Thursday for high-level talks. Turkish Foreign Minister Melvot Kavuzolgu said his meeting with his Israeli 
part was very constructive. The United Nations said on Friday that its, its findings showed that the shot that killed Al Jazeera TV journalist Shirin Abu Akleh on May 11th was fired by Israeli forces. The veteran Al Jazeera journalist was a familiar face to millions of viewers across the Arab world. An American citizen, Abu Akleh was widely regarded as a trailblazing correspondent for both women and Palestinians. According to PA Chief Prosecutor Akram Khatib, Abu Akleh was deliberately targeted and killed by Israeli troops. Israeli authorities have rejected the PA's finding. Defense Minister Benny Gantz said in a statement last month, any claim that the IDF intentionally targets journalists or those in, uninvolved in terror is a crude and blatant lie. On Friday, he said that the UN probe of Shirin Abu Akleh's death in May can not only be can only be determined by a ballistic test of the bullet that killed her and not by inquiries that have no grip on reality. In the incident in which Abu Akleh was killed, a lot of indiscriminate bullets were fired at IDF forces who returned fire to the source of the shooting. I back up the IDF soldiers who will continue to do all in their power to keep Israeli citizens safe. Amnesty International said on Friday that the Palestinian Authority has failed to hold its security forces accountable for the death of an activist in police custody a year ago. The family of Nizar Banat, a prominent critic of the PA, says security forces stormed his residence in the middle of the night and beat him with metal batons. His death sparked weeks of protests against the PA, which governs parts of Israel-occupied West Bank, some of which were violently dispersed. After a two-day national teacher strike, students returned to classrooms on Friday when the strike was frozen. The teachers' union said the move came following a meeting with representatives of the finance ministry. Union chief Yaffa Ben David says she hopes to continue relevant negotiations. Transportation Minister Merav Michaeli on Thursday held an urgent meeting to discuss the ongoing chaos at Ben Gurion Airport, where passengers have been forced to wait hours in line due to a manpower shortage. Michaeli announced that she does not intend to cut the number of flights to deal with the overcrowding because she believes such a move would only increase already high fares. Instead, she called on the Israel Airport's authority, which has been unable to enlist the necessary workers, to consider creative solutions. Corona is on the rise again in Israel, with a new Omicron variant infecting around 10,000 people per day. Despite recommendations by health officials, the government is not mandating mask wearing again. Pope Francis on Thursday ordered the online publication of 170 volumes of its Jewish files from the recently opened Pope Pius XII archives. 2,700 files of requests for Vatican help from Jewish groups and families, to avoid Nazi deportation, to obtain liberation from concentration camps, or help in finding family members. The Vatican has long defended the wartime Pope against criticism that he remained silent in the face of the Shoah. The Israeli non-profit Israaid is sending humanitarian aid to Afghanistan in the wake of a massive earthquake in the east of the country that killed at least a thousand people. Israel is sending basic medications and first aid equipment. Israel and Afghanistan do not have any official diplomatic relations, although Israel has previously co coordinated assistance to Afghanis, including last year in wake of the Taliban takeover. 
Israel's CEO, Yotam Politzer, said in the face of this devastating earthquake, we reaffirm our long-term commitment to help them rebuild their lives. We have been inspired by their resilience and strength and are proud to stand by and partner with them as they face another difficult time. At the same time, an Israeli firefighting delegation is in Cyprus to assist with battling fires that are spreading in the north of the island. The Israel Fire and Rescue Service and Israel Police delegation includes two air tractor AT-802 firefighting planes and 17 members assisting in the firefighting efforts. The delegation, with various firefighting equipment, was flown to Cyprus aboard an Israeli military plane. This is Peter Jones-Pelach reporting for SBS Radio. רוצים לשמוע עוד סיפורים? האזינו דרך האפל פודקאסט, גוגל פודקאסט, ספוטיפיי, או בכל מקום אחר בו ניתן להאזין לפודקאסטים.